Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Lefty Larkin took out his watch, glanced at it, and restored it to his pocket. Aunt Mary, who sat in her favorite old rocking chair beside him on the porch of the Lane farmhouse, smiled affectionately. 7.15 on the dot. Hey, Lefty? <laughs> you know, I'm never sure whether you're checking the train your watch. It's a little of both, I guess. And I might add, they're both amazingly accurate. <laughs> well, that's good. Eh, you know, Aunt Mary, I wouldn't trade these little sessions of ours out here in the porch for all the tea in China. I love them too, Lucy. Sometimes when I get a little disturbed in my mind, upset, everything smooths out after a while, just sitting here peacefully, talking things over. Mm-hmm. There's something about this time of day. Um, speaking of being disturbed, Ben Calvert stopped to talk to me while I was waiting for Peggy in front of the library. What did he have to say? The main thing seemed to be he wanted me to, uh, well, to stop interfering in his business, with the way Ben put it. What do you mean by that? You don't interfere in anybody's business. He was referring to Bill Mead. I have had several little talks with Bill, you know. Yeah, and whatever I may think about Bill, I know you do what you believe should, regardless. I have to, Lefty. Anyway, that was on Ben's mind. He insisted I'd been talking Bill into reopening the case, trying to get custody of that son of his. But you haven't, have you? Why, no. That's been Bill's own idea entirely. The fact that I agree with him doesn't change it. Of course not. Well, what did Ben say when you pointed that out? <laughs> you know how Ben is. He gets so irritable when people disagree with him. Finally, I told him he ought to go up to Angus McKillop himself. I said Bill's attorney was certainly in a position to answer any questions Ben might have on his mind. And he ought to go straight to the source. <laughs> you knew what you were doing when you made that suggestion. Ben and Angus. <laughs> and what happened? Did he take you up on it? He said he intended to. 
Well, I hope he did. Angus will certainly put a few spokes in Ben's wheel. And Ben would probably make Angus so blazing mad he'd be bound to win the case. Uh, of course, I know darn well that's what you had in mind when you sent Ben up there. <laughs> well, anyway, Ben went dashing across the square in a great hurry, headed in that general direction. So I presume that's where he wound up. <laughs> I'd like to have listened in on that session of theirs. Now I bet it was a quarter. <laughs> yes. I imagine Angus more than held his own. Well, I've put in my two cents worth more than once on the subject of Bill Mead. But this is one time I'm on his side. And I mean when it comes to a choice between Ben Calvert and Bill. And for my money, there's no question. I'm happy you feel that way, Lefty. It's pretty much my own attitude. Not that I wish Ben any harm. But right is right and wrong is wrong. Yep. Well, I guess Lily ought to be arriving pretty soon. I rather expected a call today. Funny. I still can't make the connection. A girl like Lily Devon being willing to move to a quiet little place like Wakefield. Well, Lefty, you never know. Maybe this is what Lily's always wanted. Maybe it just happened her life went a different way. And then when she saw the opportunity to make the change, mm, she decided... It could be, but it's hard to get used to the idea. I'm sorry Randy got so steamed up about it the other night, though. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I was surprised he took what I said about her so much to heart. Well, you know how Randy is. So loyal where his friends are concerned. Sure, but that's what's so funny about it. Lily's no friend of his. Why, well, he only met her that weekend. They only talked a couple of times. Sometimes people can become friends just after one talk. Perhaps that's what happened. Maybe so. Lefty, uh, I have a feeling you don't feel much like talking tonight. Something on your mind? Mm-hmm. I might as well admit it. I've been thinking about Della quite a lot since she was down here. Have you, Lefty? She came to see me one night, you know. Drove over from the hotel rather late. Yes, uh, I know. Bill told me. Oh? You don't mind, do you? No, of course not, Aunt Mary. No secret about it. But it started me to thinking... I'm a funny guy, I guess. A lot of men don't mind hurting a woman who, well, who loves them. In fact, I think some men rather enjoy it. Puffs up their self-importance somehow. But I've, I've never been like that. I'm sure you haven't. The way I've always looked at it, if you've ever been in love yourself, you know what it's like. You know how tough it can be for the person who's in the middle of it. So you try to protect them from being hurt any more than they have to be. Well... That's the way it should be. And that's the way I feel about Dell. I don't want to hurt her, Aunt Mary. Really, I don't. Dell's got a lot of fine qualities. I've never said she hadn't. In many ways, I've got a lot of respect for her. I certainly have. But when I found out she was coming down here, well, I know I sort of blew my top. And one reason was I began to foresee what would happen. I was pretty sure it'd make her more miserable, bring everything back. And yet you can't change your feelings about a person just by trying. It won't work. No. But sometimes our feelings change without our really being conscious of it. Maybe so, sometimes. 
But as far as Della and I are concerned, it's just no go. There's some things I've never told you, Aunt Mary. I couldn't. Something that happened in Chicago. It made a big difference to me in the way I felt about Dell. And no matter how I try, I just can't forget it. I could never trust Dell again. You say that, Lefty, remembering how Dell was going to break a promise to you. A promise which concerned Peggy Douglas, your daughter. But I wonder what you'd say if you knew Dell's thoughts tonight as she paces restlessly up and down her apartment in Chicago. I can't get Lefty out of my mind. I keep thinking of him. Wakefield. Peggy's wedding. I know she oughtn't to marry that guy. It'll only make her unhappy. She's in love with Bill and... That baby who's keeping Peggy and Bill apart. Lisa's baby. I know Lefty's in favor of Peggy's marrying Nicholas, but... That's because he doesn't realize. He doesn't understand what it means. If he realized how unhappy it's bound to make her. She means so much to him. Oh, if only he'd believe me. Believe that I want to help Peggy. Well... He won't listen. There's only one solution. Lisa's got to go down there and make a clean breast of the whole thing. But I wonder if she will. She's afraid to claim that child as her own. Afraid Lance would never forgive her. But it's the only way. It's a chance she has to take. And yet, I can't force her. I gave her my solemn promise I'd keep her story a secret. I can't break that promise. I can't. Oh, it's all so twisted. If I hadn't thought of breaking a promise to Lefty once, we'd be together, happy, right this minute. Now it's a question of keeping another promise. The happiness of Lefty's own daughter is at stake, and my hands are tied. Unless... Unless I can persuade Lisa to set things straight. Oh, Lefty, I wonder if I can. Yes, Dell, you wonder if you can persuade Lisa Fenner to give up her own chance for happiness, a reunion with her husband, in order to save Peggy Douglas from an unhappy marriage. For Lisa has convinced herself it is Kit Mead who is responsible, and Lisa feels she has a right to take the happiness within her reach. <laughs> 